You're now listening to a Rat House Production Podcast. For more podcasts like this, head to R-E-T-T-H-A-U-S dot net. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Hunt for the Paranormal. <laughs> like always, I am Jose. I'm Mike. Hello. Yeah. Aaron. Yeah, damn right you're Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you I'm like, my so. mic wasn't working. <laughs> Aaron uh, I was looking at the volume, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my kid. But yeah, so there's that. But yeah, on uh, today's episode, we will be talking about possessed and uh, haunted... Uh, Objects. The possessed, cursed, yeah, pretty much whatever, anything, any kind of object that brings bad juju to you. Yeah, and to start off, we're gonna we're gonna jump into uh, I believe it's called the Japanese the Chinese wedding. Uh, it's a photo that's supposedly cursed. One of those stories where if you see this picture, then you're doomed to die. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna die. And it's got a pretty crazy. And uh, if wait, you're, so if we see it, we're gonna die. Yeah, you wanna see yeah. It? So you already screwed. You already looked at it. Oh, yeah, you're gonna yeah, post right it up right there. Yeah. yeah. Post so if you're afraid of these kind of things, um, I'm about to post it up in three, two, one, and you could skip over this moment if you don't like it. Um, we'll keep it up for ten seconds or so. Yeah. No, um, indefinite. So this photo was taken in 1922 in a small village in China. The girl was 17 years old and came from a rich family. Uh, the young man was 19 years of age. And was quite popular uh, popular with the girls because of his good looks. Now, they were engaged to be married, but before the wedding ceremony, the girl caught a fever and died. Uh, Her grieving family insisted that the young man go ahead with the marriage, despite the fact that their daughter was dead. Mm -hmm. He decided to run away, as I'm sure you you would, uh, and and joined the army instead. But the girl's family had such power and influence over the city that they were able to force the man to return and go through with the wedding ceremony. So it's kind of like a shotgun type of wedding. Yeah, just on a way more demented level. Yeah. And then so uh, when this photo was taken, it was midnight and the girl had been dead for six days. Um, <laughs> oh, if you look closely at the picture, you will notice that the girl's uh, feet are not touching the ground. Also, mm-hmm. there are two lines um, of Chinese characters behind the two people. Um, you can see one behind the man and that's upright and straight. And behind the woman, it's reversed because she's dead. Yeah. So uh, they say uh, that if you stare at the photograph for a long time, you may see the girl smile back at you. Uh, if you see her smile, bad things will happen. To All you. right, put her here. I'm going to look at it. <laughs> that is weird. There you go. All right. Yeah, we'll definitely have to post. Well, that's that the up. thing. There's a like with the idea of seeing her smile. Like you, you do have the ability to control hallucinogenic like properties in your mind yeah so that could just be like an influence one of those things yeah. like kind of like how they say uh the eyes of the mona lisa will follow you oh, yeah. exactly. just perspective. like you keep you, looking at her eyes no matter which it. way yeah. it goes i'm disappointed she didn't but smile. then it, it could be and you never know That's there's like forms though. of meditation where you do stare into objects until it starts <clears throat> manifesting yeah that. yeah but she does have the facial expression is like this is over yet it kind of just looks like <laughs> you know if someone was in a more or like a open casket kind of yeah like thing where they're done up in makeup and the, the expression on her face is just kind of yeah I think it's weird how they they used to do a bunch of that stuff back in the day where they would have them posted up like after <clears throat> they're dead they do death portraits oh yeah of people well because uh, 
like uh, what's called miscarriages were so often yeah. back then that mm-hmm. like they didn't have the time or most people didn't have a, a one picture of their child. Yeah. So when they died, well, we have to get one now. So that was a way for them to grieve. Yeah. Quick, take the picture before she stinks. Oh, God. <laughs> That's messed up. Yeah. What uh, what uh, other one do you have? I know you had a, you had two. No, what's oh, the, that was just a, a story. Oh, just a We're going to start story. off with Mike's uh, yeah. The King Tut. King oh, yeah, Tut. yeah. Let us know what that is because I've never heard of that. Maybe <clears> I have. I All right. So, hold on. It's actually called The Curse of the Pharaohs. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much The Curse of the Pharaohs is off of Wiki because so much crap for me to memorize. So, The Curse of the Pharaohs refers to the alleged curse believed by some to be cast upon any person who disturbs the mummy of an ancient Egyptian person, especially pharaohs. This curse, which does not differentiate between thieves and archaeologists, allegedly can cause bad luck, illness, or death. Since the mid-20th century, many authors and documentaries have argued that the curse is real in the sense of being accused by scientifically explicable cause such as bacteria or radiation. Hmm. So, yeah. And I I like this one because this was one of the oldest documented curses. Oh, yeah. And it's not until, like... The, the news started portraying it that way and, and people started really believing it that it started affecting the people that died from it. Yeah. All right, we have... Uh... If you hear, like, certain things on the ground, <laughs> like that... <laughs> you want to address it, dicks. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Boss is squirming on the floor. Yeah, he loves when we call him that. But yeah, Come back. Back, to, back to tighten the curse. Yeah, so... I don't know. So, um, before I actually get into hard on Tut's curse, what do you guys think about it? It's fucking out there, man. There's so much stuff with the Egyptian culture anyway, where they believe in all sorts of curses. Yeah. So I'm like, hey, it's possible. Well, I think it's like all in the sense of well, the idea of respect. Um, every like that's what I oh I forgot. Uh, I was gonna bring out my crystal ball and show you guys that because oh. every magical item in a sense or. Like, even when you create something, like, imagine you're, you're creating a spear, mm-hmm. you know, like, you, you have the intent that you're building this thing to, to kill or to provide for your family. Mm-hmm. So, in that sense, you're giving it mystical properties that will guide it to be what yeah. you're aiming yeah. to be. The same thing goes with <clears throat> the, these tombs. It was a, a housing protection area for these pharaohs. Yeah, you know, therefore, the, everybody that built it put in that energy towards it. Mm-hmm. So it is protecting them, and that's why we're seeing, I believe, the effects. And then once the media went out about it, and more and more people started believing into the curse, and that's why like curses don't work unless you yourself believe, believe in it. Yeah, yeah. and then that kind of like supercharged it, and that's why eight, like eight out of eighty were killed by it. Yeah, Jesus, yeah, which is kind of weird. Yeah. So pretty much, <clears throat> so from all the um, from the Pharaoh's curses, the most famous one is obviously King Tut's. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm not gonna say his full name because yeah. Anyways, just try it. Uh, Tutankhamen. Yeah, no. Tutankhamen. Yeah, Tutankhamen. Yeah. There you go. Some other. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty much the belief in a curse that was brought to many people's attention due to sometimes mysterious deaths of a few members of Howard Carter's team and other prominent visitors to the tomb shortly after. Carter's team opened the tomb a in 1922, launching the modern era of Egyptology. So. So pretty much it was open. The first mysterious death was that Laurie uh, Carnarvon. 
he had been bitten by mosquito then and later lashed the bite oh there we go shaving mm-hmm. uh lashed the bite accidentally while shaving and it became infected and blood poisoning resulted in his death two weeks earlier before Caron died mary caroli wrote an imaginative letter published in the new york world magazine in which quoted obscure book it confidentially asserted that dire punishment would follow any instructions into a sealed tomb immediate frenzy followed with reports that a curse had been found in king's tomb though his was untrue the superstitious benito mussolini who had once accepted an egyptian mummy as a gift ordered immediately removal from the palazzo g well i didn't know that one so pretty yeah. much keep going wait of- who would give like who would give a mummy as a gift though i would Really? Like here, take take this fucking mummy. <laughs> but it's jerky. But that's what's yeah. weird. Like Futurama. Like, like, I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> like if anybody gets cursed from it, like they kind of like imagine just <clears throat> someone raiding your grave and then giving you away as a gift. Yeah, like, it's just that's, so disrespectful. Yeah, it's disrespectful to the max. And plus, none of us really know what happens when when you die either. You don't know what your soul does, that's or if true. we even have souls. <gasps> well that's the thing like I, I believe in all this but that's what makes it faith because yeah, I, I acknowledge the fact that I could be completely wrong oh yeah yeah. yeah. you could just turn, be turned into a ficus who knows <laughs> but then again if we're wrong then ficus all well but if we're right then yeah, yeah. yeah right <laughs> exactly so, a lot of things like dude if, if certain religions are real then <laughs> <laughs> right I'm so done. this is very lengthy so I'm just gonna cut to the chase Death popular, uh, popularly attributed to Tut's curse. The tomb was open on uh, the 29th of November, 1922. Lord Cameron, obviously, from his um, um, blood poisoning, died on April 5th, 1923, after the mosquito bite. Uh, he died seven days after in the tomb. George J. Gold, a visitor to the tomb, died in the French Riviera on May 16th, 1923, after he developed a f- fever following his visit. Prince Ali Kamel Fami Bey of Egypt died July 10th, 1923, shot dead by his wife. Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Colonel the Honorable Aubrey Herbert, MP, Conoran's half-brother, became nearly blind and died on September 26, 1923, from blood poisoning related to a dental procedure intended to restore his eyesight. Sir Archibald Douglas Reed, a radiologist who x-rayed Tut's mummy, died on January 15, 1924, from mysterious illness. Sir Leek Stack, Governor General of Sudan, died in November 19, 1924, assassinated while driving through Cairo. A.C. Mace, a member of Carter's excavation team, died in 1928 from arsenic poisoning. Damn. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I don't get how people get their hands on arsenic and all these other poisons so easily. You want to know? Well, back then, it was just a lot more well, available. Rap poison well, yeah, like stuff, everything. But... Apple seeds. Really? Yeah. I think it's made from that, right? Uh, that, so that's why you're not supposed Age. to eat apple seeds? Oops. Well, and high no, contents no, like of a, it. That in the mold that grows on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But high contents of apple seeds, because mm-hmm. apple seeds uh, produce ar- ar- arsenic naturally. Well, So, yeah. Mm. Now you know. Now you know. <laughs> All right. Back to these fools. Uh, the <laughs> Honorable Mervyn Herbert Carver. Uh, we talked to him. Oh, no. Another one. Half-brother and... Uh, how do you say that word? That's too, that's too white for me. Aforementioned. Thank you. Aubrey's <laughs> Herbert's full brother died on May 26, 1929, reported from malaria. From, oh, damn. Ammonia. 
Captain the Honorable Richard Bethel Carter's personal secretary died on November 15th, 1929, died in bed in a Mayfair club, the victim of a suspect smothering. So that yeah, that's a lot of deaths <clears throat> re- revolving around that. Yeah, two more. Then we'll <laughs> move on. I know. R- Richard Luttrell Pilkington, Bethel third Baron Westbury, father of the above, died on February 20th, 1930. He supposedly threw himself off his seventh floor apartment. Hmm. And then Howard Carter opened the tomb on February 16, 1923, died well over a decade later on March twenty uh, March 2nd, 1939. However, some have still attributed his death to the curse. So pretty much whoever goes near or opens this tomb dies. Supposedly, because well, the pretty much the fifty people who did it was mm-hmm. around, only eight of them died. Yeah, could be like just a coincidence, or yeah, that's what I'm saying. So a lot of people, yeah, so a lot of people think is coincidence about it. So I mean, eight people still still a good amount of people. Yeah, and there was like another case about this this frozen man that was found, and seven people died in that instance. That one too. Ooh. That's that's interesting. Like same kind of circumstances where it was mm. like was, was he off. like a holy type of person? Or no, what? they have no idea who he was. He was a caveman essentially. It was George? Oh, yeah. Jesus, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it happens, and like that's the thing. Like okay, what well, we were saying that it it could either be because it's focused, like with the King Tut, it mm-hmm. was made to be that, like protection and yeah. curses. Whereas this Ice Man, <clears throat> nothing was set up yet. It had the same effect, but yet. Nobody knows what the guy was into, or exactly, people he yeah. hung around, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So they could have been of the occult. But I don't. I don't know anything. Well, that would even sure. be saying that the occult it predates like religion or technology. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? That's why I love it. It's, well, it's always and, fun and it also idea. depends on what religion too. But yeah, that's, that's true. That's very different. Mm-hmm. Scientology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Sumerian, like two point oh. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It's weird. Yeah, it it's all goes in one big circle. It, it really is. <laughs> Curses, uh, I don't know. They kind of freak me out. Yeah, and what was yours? Uh, uh, well, one of mine was, uh, it's called the eBay Haunted Painting. Yeah, supposedly it causes sickness, screaming, and uh, fear. What does it look like? It's actually pretty um, creepy looking. Like it, I don't know. It's a little kid standing next to a little doll. Oh, I'll, I'll I send you the, the No, I've seen that yeah. one. Um, supposedly it, the, the artist drew it off of a... a old picture that was taken of him as a child Something and the, the little doll next to him that was actually his neighbor and they're like they're like i don't know why he drew her as a doll but supposedly that was the girl he like lived next to yeah that's weird hmm. yeah so like the story behind it it's really uh, interesting what would you yeah. get on it how much is it on ebay um it doesn't say how much it goes for oh damn but yeah the little little thing on it because it's a short description of it so in 2000, an anonymous eBay seller listed a painting created by artist Bill Stoneham called The Hands Resist Him. This painting is now largely considered to be one of the world's largest haunted works of art. The painting features a boy and a creepy doll standing in front of a glass door. The painting was created in 1972 and purchased by Hollywood actor John Marley. Don't know who that is. Oh, was that? Um, it was then <clears throat> bought by a California couple before going up for sale on eBay, along with a dire warning about the problems involved with owning the object. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. It's like, who wants to buy this? Warning, you might freak the fuck out. Yeah. But, <laughs> but people like that shit. Like, they, yeah. they do. There's They're people, like, we warned well, you, but hey. There, there's collectors out there that love everything oh, yeah. on it just because yeah. they like to build the, 
their museums or whatever. Actually, so like, honestly, if I had the money, I probably would do yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Like, I would um, buy fucking Annabelle. Well, like that's why I like. I think uh, there's other I don't, shows. I don't, I don't think the. I think they've gotten offers. Like the Warrens have gotten offers. They won't do it. And yeah, they, won't they won't sell won't it. They won't sell anything from their. I actually their want to check out their house. Well, I like the reason. Yeah. Like the reasoning behind that is that rather than like because everybody's like, oh, why don't you burn the thing and destroy it? No, because then you're just letting the entity out. Mm-hmm. You know, towards whatever it wants. Yeah, right now they have it trapped in, in like a little, like I think it's like an enchanted type. Box. Yeah, like, yeah. All you have to do, like all that stuff. Same, same thing with these cursed objects. So you know, like I brought my crystal ball. <clears throat> and I'll just post up some pictures on it so you guys can see. Yeah. But like I, I enchanted that, and the idea of like doing good work. You know, mm-hmm. like just seeing the future or just like premonition work or anything like that. So it doesn't necessarily mean like it's always bad. Like the Warren's yeah. items, like half the stuff they do. By making enchanted like cabinets and stuff, they're mm-hmm. doing exactly what Wiccans. Yeah, and to keep things <clears throat> from getting out. Yeah. You know, put something bad in. But what I get curious this. about is like same thing with the ghosts that we talked about before. Is like once their family's gone and it loses its purpose, mm-hmm. does that when it is that when it changes? Because let's say these items weren't so much bad when they first started, yeah. but when it loses that purpose, it chanks on a new one. Maybe I think I think it also depends on how people treat the item, you know. Yeah, because always disrespect. If, yeah, if leads somebody to... if somebody takes care of the item, if if it's like one of those cursed objects that, you know, if you don't mess with it, it'll be fine. You can just have it around. Because how many times do people have cursed items in their house and nothing happens until they start messing with well, it yeah, and try yeah. to throw it away and well, honestly, get rid of like, it and stuff? The and way then I look it, at it, it with... gets pissed off. With my tarot cards, like let's say I died and then someone found my tarot cards later on. Mm-hmm. And rather than using them for what I use them, like self-growth and helping people, they're just using it like a parlor game. Mm-hmm. You know, I can imagine that the spirits that help me with that, that are still tied to the cards, would get upset. Yeah. You know, because they're using it in a disrespectful or toyful manner. Well, you know? and then like Annabelle and dolls, those are, and it's pretty much like uh, for... <clears throat> good and bad spirits or even demons even mm-hmm. going on that aspect mm-hmm. it, it's a um a hollow body mm-hmm. yeah so well we'll get on uh annabelle yeah, yeah, yeah. in a few because i have that one as one of my oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Well, that's I, I, I really love talking about that one it's huh? a good one i, I yeah. just like, i have a theory too like because imagine or like i want to do it as a, a story where you know inanimate object objects get possessed all the time Right. So, what happens when we come up with cyborgs, or like, a to- like a- a- autonomic, anatomic, like the, right? Like like cyborgs, yeah. the walking machines. That's a whole. So, what's gonna stop? <laughs> like, what's gonna stop a demon or something from taking from over one of that? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And they just write it off as a miscalculation or something. Yeah, yeah. This picture is fucking creepy. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it's. it's Weird as all goddamn hell. Well, if you're like listening to the podcast, pretty much it shows like a little white boy with blonde hair, and and the way he's painted, it it's like he has age in his face. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not a little boy's face. It's like, it's like an a, older man in a little boy's body. 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 Yeah. yeah. So that kind of throws you off a little bit. And yeah. then the girl standing next to him is drawn as like a life sized porcelain doll. Yeah, it's weird. And then in the shop that they're standing in front of, right behind it, it's like one of those classic painted seals. It's just black within the shop, and all you see is like ghost hands coming out towards yeah. the window behind this kid. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Like some of the things that's uh, happened in it, like according to the couple, the figures in the painting moved around at night, sometimes disappearing from the canvas entirely. The boy in the painting was said to actually enter the room where the painting hung 
and everyone who viewed the painting reported feeling sick and weak. Small children would take one look at the painting and run from the room screaming. Adults would sometimes or adults sometimes felt like unseen hands were grabbing them and others said that they felt a blast of hot air as if they had opened like an oven. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Yeah. Well, that's that's creepy. Uh, even those who viewed the painting online claimed to feel a sense of unease, dread, or terror when looking at the painting. One person even claimed that the that their brand new printer refused to print the photo of the painting. However, it worked fine on every other print job. <laughs> the printer's like, fuck this. Yeah. yeah. Oh, th- somebody actually bought it. Like the painting was purchased by an art gallery in Grand Rapids. Where's Grand Rapids at? Um, Michigan? Michigan, yeah. Let's go to Michigan! When the gallery spoke to the artist who had created it, he was surprised to hear that his work was at the center of a paranormal investigation, but he did did mention that two people who originally displayed and reviewed the painting had died within a year of viewing. The hands resisted him. Holy shit! Yeah. I want to look at it now. (laughs) It's it's super weird. I'll send you the, the picture of it, but it looks... Yeah, if you guys it's are watching creepy. it on yeah, and you YouTube. can see like little hands and faces in the background and all no this way. weird stuff. Yeah, like look in the bottom uh, corner, bottom right. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, yeah. You see stuff there. You see them like you see stuff all over the place in the Holy in the glass. Holy crap. So he painted that knowingly, but it's What's really trippy is like the idea that he drew it based off a picture yeah in his childhood. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> so what I really of, wish we could see that original well, my, picture. The, the, here's yeah. the other question: What kind of fucked up shit happened to him? Is it something oh, yeah. else? I don't know. Maybe it's just all repressed uh, memories. memories that's, you know? Yeah. That's well, like that's a, yeah. See, like another thing when you you imprint onto these objects, you know, when mm-hmm. you create something for a reason. When he's painting this, maybe he was letting out those like psychological yeah. effects. Yeah. Onto this painting That makes sense Like kind of Could be like a possibility Psychologists They'll tell you Take your anger Put it into a stone And throw it into a river You know Yeah I just call that A waste of a rock Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No but yeah That is weird I, w- I would want to Go and take a look At the picture Like in person Yeah I That'd would too great. You know just, <laughs> just to actually see it Cause I like that kind of stuff I love Different weird art Like I, I even want to go To the Warrens And check out their music Dude I really want to go Where like, is what, that what it, Like Ed and Lorraine yeah, I think they turned it into a museum as well. Yeah. Okay, and then like speaking of dolls, before we get to, to Annabelle, I'd like to yeah. talk about Robert the doll, uh, which Ooh. inspired Child's Play, uh, mm-hmm. Chucky and all that. Um, this was the original story back in 1906. Um, there was a family, Robert Eugene Otto, and his father, and he named his son the same name, um, pretty much owned slaves um, when the mother was pregnant with Eugene. She sent the father to the, the, the like Jamaica, that area, yeah. to those islands to, to retrieve some slaves. Um, she came back with four. Um, the husband took a little while to get back and got a little suspicious. Turns out the nanny came back pregnant. You know, oh, the mother man. really didn't like this and put the lady in an outhouse for nine months. Just fed her bread and water. Holy shit. She had the baby. And days later, the baby didn't make it. Yeah. You know, died. Malnutrition and everything. Yeah. Now, at the same time, Eugene Warren, I mean, <laughs> Eugene Warren, uh, Eugene Otto, uh, he was now living at the house. He was a young, young boy, pretty much only a couple months older than its half brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you would think that the mistress or the, the nanny would hate the child, but really she took it on as her own. You know, she looked at it as her own baby. Yeah. Even breastfed at some times. Oh, wow. Know? So she well, really did try to protect though. it. And then at, <clears throat> at some point, um, 
the mother of the, the slave owner saw the four people doing Santeria. Mm-hmm. Like they were doing the rituals and, and cut off the head of a chicken. So the mother got pissed, you know, sent them away. And the mother, the abused mother of the, the slave child, uh, she begged, you know, please, please don't take me away because she wanted to stay and take care of Eugene. Once the slave owner just was fixed on her mindset, she there was no going back on it. So she sent her away. But before she went away, she created a doll for the boy. Mm-hmm. And that's what this doll, which you'll see right here on the screen, um, pretty much all homemade. So it's like three feet tall, burlap, kind of like sack um, with a little sailor's outfit. That's so creepy. Mm-hmm. Black right? eyes. And it, it's aged since. Um, and I don't know, I kind of got the feeling that she probably made this beforehand after her baby died mm-hmm. and found a way to give her baby a life yeah. in a sense. Because I have a feeling that's who's possessing the doll mm-hmm. is the, the baby. The baby. Original. And maybe that's why it has some anger, you know, because it, it got killed before it even had a chance to live. Mm-hmm. Um, because Eugene and this doll, pretty much Eugene was named Robert Eugene Otto until he started taking care of, like living with this doll, went everywhere with it. Uh, parents reported him talking to it and there would be voices talking back to him. Um, the doll was left alone. You could see it moving around. Like people from the streets would report it. Um, at some point, Eugene ended up saying, I'm not Robert. Don't call me Robert. Yeah. He's Robert. Yeah. What so that's when Robert the doll got his name. He mm. doesn't go, like Eugene just went by Eugene by then. Yeah. And at, at that point, it's just like, it really seems to tie into that. Uh, at some point, they ended up moving. The family moved away from their original house in Florida to Paris. Mm-hmm. He forgot about the doll, got married. Years later, as a wedding gift, the parents gave him his original house. Oh, God. So, lo and behold, he goes <laughs> oh, to the man. house and finds the doll in the attic. That's fun. Same obsession. Now he's an, now he's an adult man married, carrying this doll with him everywhere. Yeah. Makes him his own room in the house. He gets his own room. You feed him first because he's the head of the household. The wife started losing her mind because, like, this this guy's losing it. Yeah, I don't blame her. Yeah, and then, like, they would lock him in the basement, but then they would, like, Robert supposedly was complaining that he wants a room with a view. Mm-hmm. You know, and they, everybody would report seeing him walk around in the attic. And then it even got to the point where Eugene started beating his wife and then claiming, it's not me, it's Robert. So it seemed like even to a certain level that it started possessing him. Yeah, yeah. started oh, getting into shit. him. So years later, a new family moves into the house, finds the doll in the attic, Weird shit starts happening. They uh, donated to a museum in Florida that now you can go and see. Is that the is that the same doll that uh, gets mad if you take pictures of it? Yeah, or something that's like that? exactly the same doll. Now Wait, what? Got, yeah, you could. Uh, they originally when they first took it into the museum, they didn't have a glass case around it, mm-hmm. you know. But the first night they left it out, uh, they came back and it was all everything was just messed up and thrown around. You know, and then the doll was sitting in a different chair or somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So that's when they, they encased <laughs> yeah. it in glass. But if anybody comes, like he's actually sociable <laughs> towards yeah. people. He's been reported to move in the glass case at certain times or smile. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but if you take a picture without his permission, yeah. and another idea yeah. of disrespect. Yeah. You yeah, know, because he ass. feels like he's a person. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Like I think he was this kid. Yeah. You know, the slave kid. Which is really sad in a sense. So now, yeah, he's just sitting in a glass box and people are so looking at him. So what does he him. do if you... Well, people take- don't believe it. So they'll take pictures. Like if it was me and you and you want to test it, you would. And there's letters and letters and letters 
from people like begging for his forgiveness. Like, please, please. I'm sorry. What like mm. what happened? Uh, just like one lady uh, got a car accident right after leaving the museum. Um, just random things like <laughs> marriages fall apart. Everything like everything you can think of, just like your life just falls apart, but not in the sense of death. How how exactly would you get like to know if he gave you permission to take the picture? Do you just ask? You just ask. Then, yeah. You ask just the idea of it? asking, and then yeah. Oh. But these are people that just took it without like regard, or just in yeah. that like fuck you, I'm taking it anyways. I'm gonna do it. Dick. And then yeah, that's not within good. days, they say that they get a letter every time. Really? Yeah. That's bizarre, man. That's yeah, crazy. That I love bizarre. it. Bizarre. And you can see where. Out of me. <laughs> <laughs> you can see where they got the idea for the child's yeah, play movie yeah. because which the, makes, makes a lot of sense. That yeah, Haitians like the voodoo and using mm-hmm. voodoo in order to, to transfer your soul into something else. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I want to go visit this doll now. Yeah, totally yeah so check it out. Man. There's a bunch of cool stuff on YouTube about Robert the doll. He's afraid of it as well. You don't tell me no. <laughs> yeah. I don't even like, I don't even like, I promoted this for Hunt for the Paranormal. <laughs> and I didn't even want to look at the pictures of Robert because I know the entire story of Robert yeah. from beginning with uh, with the witches practicing the voodoo to the point where the husband gets obsessed with it. Did you guys already know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then to the point to you need to ask it permission to take the photos of the <laughs> That's exactly where <laughs> yeah, our, our boss keeps asking permission. Like, so, nope. yeah, so if, if you, you guys remember Matt from a few episodes ago, that's who's uh, talking right now. Yeah, he grew up with the story and he he, he hates the idea uh, wait, of even promoting how do you, it. How do you grow up with the story? Well, like, this was back when the only source of horror material was via, yeah. like, Travel Channel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I found out about Robert by, like, the age of 13. I'm 27 now. <laughs> In, like, one of those, like, museum mystery type things, right? Or- yeah, it basically, uh, well, it, it briefly explained Robert, and I started searching the internet for yeah. Robert, and I found out the entire story through that. Oh, Okay. <laughs> And Man, that was a while ago because the internet yeah. took forever back then. Yeah, so like this was basically someone that specialized. It, it's a website, and I believe it's still up, and it's just called Robert the Doll. And right, we'll definitely check it out. Oh, yep, uh, it's a Look huge it website. Right. Yeah, I got it. Oh, it's right. Yeah, it. so it uh, right. it explains it from from head to toe. Did you guys go into the full details? Yeah, pretty much we went through the, the whole story. Even the footsteps of it running around. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that. Because like, people reported yeah, seeing him from the they, window, but him, like, they would hear the footsteps. Around, kids kids would, would not pass by that by that person's house because they said Robert would uh, be either staring at them or trying to scare them. And do stuff <laughs> oh, like there that. we go. Yeah, that's crap. So, yeah. it's, so it's actually still up. It's Robert. The doll. The doll dot org. Even uh, people that worked in the museum, they hear, they'll, they'll hear Robert giggling. I really want to stay the night, man. I think I you think can actually stay the night as well. One of the yeah. creepiest oh, things you can room. hear is when you're by yourself somewhere and you hear like little giggling or laughing and footsteps scampering around. Well, that's, that's or, or when you're weird. house sitting and you see a random face in the glass window. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aaron had a nice had little a, adventure here. At, <laughs> I had a babysitter. House it for the dogs uh, for our boss, Matt. There's here. a store for him. And his house like supposedly <laughs> is haunted, but then being alone and just, <laughs> I kind of scared myself. And the idea, because I started feeling like, okay, someone's going to be watching. And then he left open some cabinets, and then I wasn't sure if they were that way to begin with. But he confirmed that, yeah, he left them open. 
And then out of nowhere, I see someone like looking through the front door window and no one's supposed to be at the house. So it freaked yeah. me the hell out. It turns okay. out it's just oh, his yeah, friend parking his car. Yes, sir. Yeah, I don't. What? <laughs> oh, nothing. No, oh, you've no, seen no. a picture for the yeah, first time, the which I'll, I'll show yeah, up a lot of pictures here. Yeah, I've seen. No, that's actually not him. Yeah, it looks different now. Yeah, it looks different now, but that's how they have it. Damn it. Well, I'll just edit it. No, it's not yeah, actual he, he Robert. Just, yeah, it's not the actual but Robert. But he's dog. cute and adorable. I want one. Yeah, it's adorable. Just we're imagine that one. We're going to get one for the studio. Yes. No, you're not. Yes. It's yeah. a replica. It's a replica. You we can get it? a good guy doll and it's no. the same thing. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Have you heard of You want to see it? <laughs> okay, and then I like the idea because, like, with possessed objects, um, there's actually something called the Dybbuk. Wait, that's what's, like, what's that? Real quick, before you guys go into that, uh, you can actually buy like haunted dolls on eBay, and there no. is a Chucky doll mm-hmm. that has been on eBay for a long time, and this guy constantly tries to get rid of it, but every time somebody buys it and takes it away, the Chucky doll returns somehow and goes missing from the house that's at, of the current owner. I want to. Know, I want to do that. If you guys look up on eBay, there are haunted. We'll see. Or if you guys have a haunted doll you want to get rid of, send it to us. Yay! <laughs> yeah. By us, they mean anyone on the podcast. But we'll just hide it under we'll, Matt's yeah. bed and we'll, see we'll put if anything in, happens. We'll keep it here in the studio for safekeeping in a yes. glass case. Right there uh, in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. We'll put a rosary and a crucifix <laughs> around it and make sure it doesn't get out. <laughs> Matt's like, you know what? I'm leaving. Come Sleep back. tight. I love you. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, pretty much the sum of, of Robert the doll. And he is an interesting one. I think I saw, like Matt said, like one of those documentaries on TV about it where they just show different objects. I think it's like Mysteries at the Museum or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. I think it was on that's there. That's a cool show, though. But yeah, I saw that. It was, it was interesting. It was weird. I liked it. But I'm definitely going to check out that site because I'm sure there's more. More on yeah, it's it's actually Robert the doll dot org. org. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you just Google it, <laughs> so yeah, much. I it it like I look on the store, they have you get your own little Robert doll. Oh, that like was little brilliant. freaking yeah. stickers and oh, shit. What was <laughs> the, did you have another uh, object? Oh yes, oh. this one. This one's which, awesome. Which yeah. one is it? James Dean's. Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay, so pretty much James Dean's um, Porsche. It was a. A rare silver poor spider. Only one. He had one of the only ninety in nineteen fifty five. Nicknamed the Little Bastard, mm-hmm. the car carried an iconic screen rebel to his grave back in September thirtieth, nineteen fifty five. So yeah. So so I heard about it. The 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 this cursed um, object, but I didn't think how cursed it was. So, pretty much after the accident, uh, many fans, blah, blah, I'm ready to skip down. Do, 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 do. So, okay, after the tragedy, um, uh, Master Car Customizer, uh, customizer George Bears bought the wreck car for 2500 bucks. Mm-hmm. When the wreck arrived at his garage, the Porsche slipped and fell on one of the mechanics unloading, um, unloading it. The accident broke both the mechanic's legs. Then while... Barris had a feeling about the car when he first saw it, uh, like a suspicious form confirmed during a, during a race at the Pomona Fairgrounds on October 24th, 1956. Two physicians, Troy McHenry and William Estrid, 
were both racing cars that had parts from the little bastard. So McHenry died when his car, which had the Porsche's engine installed, went out of control and hit a tree. Eskridge's car flipped over. Eskridge, who survived despite serious injuries later, said that the car suddenly locked up when <laughs> went driving into a curve. Nope. It's like, nope! Oh my god. So the car's malev- uh, malevolent uh, influences continued after the race. One kid tried to steal a Porsche's steering wheel, slip and gash his arm. Yeah. Yeah. Bears reluctantly sold two of the car's tires to a young man. Within a week, the man nearly involved in a wreck when the two tires blew out simultaneously. And Which is rare, dude. Re- like, when, exactly. when two tires, I rarely have one tire ever go out, yeah. let alone two at exactly the same exactly. time. Exactly. same time. And then, feeling the Porsche could be put a good use, Bears loaned the wrecked car to the California Highway Patrol for touring display to illustrate the importance of automotive. Automobile, um, automotive, yeah, automobile safety. Oh. Sorry, I was hiccuping at the same time. <laughs> Within days, the garage housing the spider burnt to the ground, with the exception of the little bastard. Every vehicle parked inside the garage was destroyed. <laughs> so when the car was put on an exhibit in Sacramento, it fell from the display and broke um, broke a teenager's hip. George Barkas, who was hauling uh, hauling the spider on a flatbed truck was killed instantly when the porch fell on him after he was thrown from the truck in an accident. Jesus. And so, so not only was he thrown from the truck, but the truck landed, landed on him. On yeah. Was, oh, God. So My the God. mishaps is bad. Yeah. Bad and here's the best part on this one. Not good. The mishaps surrounding the car continued until 1960 when the Porsche was loaded, uh, loaned out for his safety exhibit in Miami, Florida. When the exhibit was over, the wreckage um, a wreckage happened en route to Los Angeles on a truck mysteriously vanished. To this day, the little bastards whereabouts are unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How the hell does a car just go missing? Exactly. <laughs> it's got to be out there. Someone has it in the garage or hidden, just yeah. sitting there. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> yeah, I could just you know, I think that's it's really- locked in a warehouse somewhere and the owner died. So now it's just left alone. Right. Yeah. Maybe that's a possibility. <laughs> That is a possibility. I just what imagine, was, like, oh, yeah, just what was that, that one Stevie King movie with the car? Christine. I think I was thinking that inspired it. Yeah. yeah, it could have. I was thinking that as you guys were talking, it had, it had to because, like, imagine at the time Stevie King being younger at that time, yeah. hearing those stories, just like we talk about these stories, definitely would have based it. Oh, yeah, so especially the way it locked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, nope, <laughs> fuck this curb. Nope. <laughs> All right, do you guys want to do uh, Annabelle last or? Next. Let's do Annabelle because she's a little more famous. Yeah, because do it. Want to do Annabelle Laster right now? You can do it. Are you sure? Because if we don't have time, then I can always save it, debug for later. Oh, well, true. we have uh, plenty of fucking time. All right. Uh, yeah. Then I'll just go on about the Dybbuk. Uh, oh, because yeah, we have plenty of time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, with the Dybbuk, I, I like the idea because we've been talking about cursed objects and then possessed objects. Okay. Which is mm. two different things. What is this? Because this is the first time I ever heard about it. What? Oh, the Dybbuk? Yeah. Uh, did you ever see the movie The Possession? Yes. That is essentially what the Dybbuk... Well, it's Does loosely... Does not really know, but... It, it, yeah, it's loosely based on it. Uh, pretty much the definition for a Dybbuk is, is a malevolent... Entity that is trying okay. to possess something, someone for a malevolent reason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, so in that, in a sense, it doesn't define the box or what that movie's based off of. But in that idea, like just like we were saying, some things are darker because there's even something called an uh, ibic. Yeah, an ibic, which is the opposite. It's actually a spirit of goodwill that 
possesses you to give you more strength and help you achieve your life's goals. Mm-hmm. You know, so in that idea, I like I really like it because it actually shows the two sides of it rather than so like a phoenix negative. down. Yeah, and what these boxes or they're they're called like demon dipic boxes mm-hmm. is because they're made to in-house those demonic spirits or yeah. pretty much the way they're they're called is like they're dark spirits but they're not demons but they're trying to get to that yeah. level yeah they're just evil spirits working the way to becoming demons yeah is that, mm-hmm. well we'll do that on the demon episode, <laughs> yeah. but in that aspect so this box is usually made by a what's it called a rabbi mm-hmm. and it'll have different items in it stones with uh, writings or like holy scripture on it and, and it kind of looks like a little wine box and the original story behind the possession movie um, was kind of like this guy found something on eBay. Mm-hmm. You know, he found it. It was like, okay, well, like, I'll take it. His friend sold it to him. And then just out of nowhere, started getting like a little bad luck here and there, but nothing too serious. But then he gave it to his mother as a gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> after like a day of having it, the mother had a stroke. Jesus. Or actually moments after having it, like uh, like his coworkers came running in. Your mother, your mother, you're like, you need to come. And she was just like comatose, like sitting next to the box. Yeah. Yeah, and just... It, ruined her life and that's kind of like how they start the movie well with Hollywood she like flies yeah. in and gets slammed into the wall but she really just had a heart attack and pretty much life ended after that yeah and then after the, the fact it was passed on to someone else and then bad things started happening to them and then it ended up going back to the original owner and then this guy uh, pretty much now has it into like his own museum mm-hmm. in a sense where he keeps it there and he made a box lined with gold to keep that box in yeah. So it's like an outer worldly metal of this gold, kind of like silver in a sense, where mm-hmm. since he has it lined, it keeps that force trapped it inside. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's smart. Yeah, it's really crazy. And that's why I like, I like the idea because <laughs> I always see these other podcasts like, why don't you just burn the thing? No, don't do that. You might piss it off more. Or man. you just might let it out and just. <laughs> that was the it's only like, thing holding like it back. Uh, it's like in Ghostbusters, man. They have the, all the spirits trapped in the one thing. They're like, don't do that. Don't do it. Uh, they hit that did. button, man. And then, yep, they all go flying out. Exactly. So if you see a creepy box, don't burn it. Don't destroy it. Don't kick it. Don't fuck with it. Eh, don't touch it. Eh, just leave it. Yeah. Let somebody else deal with it. Just let somebody else deal with it. You're right. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to deal with that crap. <laughs> Dude, what would you do if you if you got in contact with like a, a box and it was somehow like, cursed or... Possessed, and you didn't know after a while, and you're like, dude, well, I'm having some shitty luck lately. Like Jumanji, I tried. Well, Jumanji it, wasn't see. so much of a curse. It was, <laughs> it was just it well, was it, a was board game. it was yeah. like that gave him a choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, like you want to play? It's like a Ouija board. <laughs> exactly. Uh, if I got something like that, I would literally like put it that box in a box, and then chain it, and put that in another box, and then throw it out in the ocean. Better get through the box. Yeah. You got to line it with gold. <laughs> Everything with gold and silver, man. Yeah, exactly. And a little bit of sage. Silver and right. gold. What if you burn it in a fire of sage? Ooh. You're still letting it out. The whole purpose of the box itself is to trap this thing. Uh, yeah. It's essentially letting the bear out of a bear trap. Yeah. <laughs> like the whole purpose of these haunted objects. Yeah, object. but he, he'd be hurt for a little bit. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> if this thing can do what it did... While being contained into the box, imagine what it could do if it was just out. That is a great point. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Pandora's box. Exactly. Yeah. Who knows? Either. Yeah. yeah. I'll throw it in the ocean or freaking bury it. There I don't know. 
bury it. I think burying Actually, is probably is like the best. Salt. What if, <laughs> sea salt. Right? So oh, yeah, salt. salt. Bur- bury it with sea salt. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a great movie uh, called like Warlock where the, yeah. the evil guy, he's trying to find like these pages of the de- the devil's Bible, Bible. and mm-hmm. it tells him God's name. And if he says God's name backwards, it undoes the like, creation. And at the end of it, like after she wins, she ends up going to like a salt, like refinery, a natural salt, like mm-hmm. uh, foundation and just buries it there. So like he can't even like step foot on the, the area. Yeah, that's smart. Like, I loved it. Yeah, He's until like, they go out of the business. The sequel <laughs> did not go there. So like, it's like fuck. Yeah, the next one is my personal favorite, just because I love the Warrens and everything they do. Oh yeah, it's of course as you've been hearing, it's the Annabelle doll, which I think is a dibbic. You think so? Well, it's a dark spirit, can like just possessing an item. So it's like Robert the doll. Well, I don't know, but like, okay, but Rob, a, Robert was a little different because I feel like he, but here's his is thing. more like Robert. I think was the, it's like the a innocent Pinocchio child, it's like yeah, a Pinocchio that was put into the doll. But here's whereas alive. Annabelle is possessed and, by a darker and spirit. And, yeah, gotcha. but here's the thing. But here's the thing, though. That's your assumption of mm-hmm. it. That's just my. Assumption. But yeah. they were doing voodoo. Right, hold okay, on. Let, so, let me read the. Well, what's the argument with like okay, voodoo versus Christianity? Just because they're doing different things. No, 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 no. With malevolent intent. Well, doesn't matter on uh, malevolent intent. Okay, so we're gonna kick fucking Christianity out of this fucking subject right here. Well, I know. I'm even talking about like paganism. No, yeah, yeah, but well. though, but you also got the stuff that's like what attracts to voodoo. How do you say? Because the idea of like. Killing the chicken, it's not so much of no, like it's not none killing of something. It's a sacrifice. You no, don't no, want to no. kill the chicken, but you use it and you use the force to transform it into well, it's something like else. Fucking, well, if you want to go, it's on that, that negative aspect. connotation. That, like, but I'm, I'm sorry if I'm getting like upset about. Oh no, no, no! It because oh, you hear voodoo and you automatically assume that it's devil worship or something. Oh no, 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 no! With with anything, there's always the white, the light, and the dark. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So that's the question. What side but, were they fucking with? I, I don't think it was. I think it's turned into something. Like, think about it, though. If if they were trying to do something good and, and like this woman was abused, turned into a slave and then her child was pretty much killed in front of her, you know, like through their actions, would their baby pissed. was killed. Exactly. And all yeah. she was trying to do was give her child a chance to have a life. <laughs> but okay. now that this thing's living on <laughs> yeah. and it's kind of become his own Thing. thing it's done some bad things but not necessarily the way that the Annabelle doll yeah has. exactly yeah I get you but like I said dolls are an empty vessel so yeah anything can really like shoot their body into yeah. there if mm-hmm. if they really want to or desperate I think it's mostly an act we've of seen desperation too yeah. we've seen everything you can think of yeah I think I think types. if something goes into an actual like doll or something I think that's more of a desperation of wanting to actually still be in a humanoid form yeah. or like or, like trying like, yeah. so desperate to, to reachieve to be, yeah. something they either wanted or was taken away from them. well fuck it i'll yeah. go yeah. inside a ken doll sense. yeah well, <laughs> here's a little background on the annabelle doll well who's the got original her name annabelle, annabelle yeah doll. in 1970 a woman shopping in a thrift store bought a raggedy ann style doll for her daughter who was in college weird her daughter liked it and put it in her apartment, but soon she and her roommate both noticed odd things happening involving the doll. It would move by itself, often being found in another room or even even though no one had touched it. They found small scraps of parchment paper, which they didn't even own. Hmm. Yeah, that's fucking weird. The childish handwriting scrawled on them. What? Mm-hmm. Wait, what? What? 
so there's like old school type paper with kid writing on it. Crayons that they couldn't find. Yeah. They had no idea where the like the materials were coming from. But you know, I was they, scared to have They a doll even like that. found the doll standing impossibly on its rag doll legs one day. So on its flimsy like cotton filled legs, I think there was even was a report where it, it walked towards them at some point. Yeah, the frightened girls uh, contacted a psychic medium. <laughs> well, there's a reason who told them came. the doll was possessed by the spirit of a young girl who had died in the apartment building, Annabelle. <laughs> Annabelle said that she liked the college girls and wanted to stay with them. What? So they told her that she could. Unfortunately, granting the spirit this permission led to increased paranormal activity in their apartment including having a male friend getting attacked by the doll one night, leaving vicious scratch marks all over the all over his chest and torso. Jeez, at their wits' end, the girls' contact were known psychic investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. The married duo soon found the doll is not possessed by a spirit of a child at all. Rather, it is possessed by a demon who had lied about its identity in order to get close to the girls, perhaps intending to possess one of them or both of them. Sneaky well, yeah, that's how. Sneaky. Like, that's why I think this thing picked something like the doll. You something know, it, it's adorable. innocent. Exactly. Yeah. It, it's one. It's it's a it's a pitch you can buy. <laughs> you know, yeah. Oh, it's a child. Oh, it's innocent. We can help you. And then, gotcha. Yeah, the girls. It, it got yeah, them to. Lower the girls their ended up giving Annabelle to the Warrens, and they put it in a glass cabinet case in their museum. Ooh, and they're a cult museum, so they have a whole bunch of stuff in there, which I I love to check. We gotta out. make it. We gotta go. Yeah, they even have a warning sign on that says "Positively, do not open." <laughs> I wouldn't touch anything in there. Actually. Oh no, yeah, yeah. I, dude! Imagine if you just slightly touch something and it, it gets stuck to you. Well, and then I just get put to the test, <laughs> you know, because like I, I practice all like the, you know, the protection. Like I even got protection spells, but I've never had to use them. But you know, a f- I don't think I would want to. You know, but you know, was a That'd be weird. fucked up part with having a doll like that or something it, like, like made like Annabelle. Hmm. You cannot hear it sneak up on you. That's true. That's, <laughs> that, that is weird. You you would not be able to like, hear it, and it'd just be popping up, dude. Imagine, you know, you watched it, you placed it on a chair, yeah. you turn your back, and you turn around again, and it's on a different chair, like on the opposite side of the room or something. It's like. Not night. You won't hear it. That's the thing. Tiny footsteps. It, you won't hear footsteps. He's like, you're like, oh, <laughs> you were there. Wait, but see, that's the thing. Like half the time, you think like, wait, did I put it over there? You know, because like, how many times yeah. do you, you like? It gets to the point where like, if it was so blatant that you would notice it, because I, I think these things do things on a level that make you second guess your own self. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, they, yeah. wait, did I put that there? I think they most of the the poltergeists and I think evil spirits and stuff like that that are usually in places they usually start that way messing with one's mind to see how their reaction is going to be oh yeah well, I think it's like a way it's like a psych, psychological warfare in a sense because like look mm-hmm. at what happened with them it, it kind of it, it got their guard down made friends with them and then attacked yeah you know once, once they gave it permission which honestly once they gave it permission they gave up all protection or like psychic like because we all have our own ways of protecting ourselves period mm-hmm. once they said the permission they gave up that those psychological reflexes yeah which i think on investigations i accidentally not accidentally but i purposely do that which is it could end up being horrible because yeah. i tell you like if you want to like feed off of my energy no, like come to no. get yeah i do because you're like just that. gonna pull things in looking no at I, that, I know yeah. but in the end we're looking for proof 
And if that's the only way to get it. But that's the thing. We're discussing proof now. And even solid proof is only held to like opinion. Yeah. With this world. Because sometimes things will happen. You'll hear things, but nobody else can hear it. Nobody else can see it. And you're just left looking crazy. Essentially, what you're looking for is we're crazy together for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) No, but it's I don't know. Demons are an interesting thing. Even like evil spirits who just want to who I think. Well, that's the whole thing, like the word uh, demon or demonic. It's not so much like devil, 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 but it's just dark entity. Yeah. Do you think a lot of them who actually done possessions have at one point practiced a darker form of like Sandria or voodoo or some some kind of darker practice? I would. would. Like witchcraft and stuff? I would. Like I like to touch base with everything. Uh, The one black magician I I follow on, he knows voodoo. Is it it the, the shroom guy? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, how many co-edding. how many forms of darker, like it's magic and stuff like that. Every, is there's there? a lot. Everything. That's like the way uh, the way he describes black magic. It's not so much dark, but hidden. Mm-hmm. You uh, know, it's the hidden side of it. Because kind of like the forbidden, like exactly. Like ooh. think about it, like what's more of a test than like knowing that you could kill somebody with magic. Yeah, but then not. That's the ultimate test. It's like having know. a gun, not shooting people. Hey, exactly, because you have the option, so but you're not crazy. Someone. You don't do it. You know, you have to have yeah. that balance. But then again, you want to be able to know how to protect yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Like, so think pretty about much kind of like fighting fire with fire. You'd rather and be ready. Yeah. Well, think about like everybody at all. <laughs> my whole <laughs> argument with it is that like everybody chooses to protect themselves by ignoring it. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, if I don't pay attention. Well, then it won't pay me no. No, that's just ignorance. Exactly, because how many cases do we hear where people didn't do anything and they're just flat out attacked? Yeah, you know, and what what (laughs) then they'd have no idea what to do, and then they seek shamans and or when priests don't work out, they'll find the next religious person who found a better way or believed in themselves more than the other. Well, it's like like I said, like a few episodes ago. Yeah, it's like when like any paranormal, especially with spirits, either good or bad spirits, and they're like, "Hey, notice me." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, you're ignoring me. All right, cool. Fuck you. I'm going to start doing all this reckless shit. To like, and then all of a sudden, I think there's a ghost in my house. I'm like, but don't you think there's some, too, that they try doing things so you can notice them and you don't? So then they increase their activity? That or yeah. I would think they move on because, like, it wouldn't be like, well, like I don't think they're like tied to this time. area. I think they're going to move on and look for someone that can see them. Yeah, but what about the entities that are tied to the area? Tied... To either an object or an item. Yeah, and I think it does depend on the person possessing the item. Like, depending on everybody's own views, Mm -hmm. they might be tied to it. If they didn't view that they would be tied to anything, then they're free to go. It really depends. Like, you're held to your own beliefs. Well, there is a a story, too, where I could be wrong, but I think it was Tommy Lee. uh, You know, where supposedly Mm -hmm. he moved into a house and... There's like a ghost or something. He got brought a spirit in, or not spirit in, but he brought um, a psychic to come in and talk. And I guess there was a little girl that she got attached to him, mm. and she hated his girlfriend because. Oh no 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 no! No, it's uh, Dave Navarro. Is it? It was Dave, yeah. There you go. It was Dave Navarro. Was a little boy, and the boy's mother. I thought I thought it was a Mm-mm. I thought it was a little girl who got Mm-mm. attached to him. No no. Um, so pretty much it was Dave Navarro. Um, there's two spirits in his house. Mm-hmm. It was a boy. And uh, his the 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 boy's mother, mm-hmm. they um, were killed by the father and husband, and so they both got attached to <clears throat> to Navarro, 
And it was weird because he knew that she was around, that she had like, a, um, I think lavender or some kind of flower um, perfume. So that's how he knew she was around. Mm-hmm. And every time when Dave Navarro's at that, I guess that time, his girlfriend used to come around. Mm-hmm. She's fucking pretty much throw fit, fits because she didn't like her. So yeah. it was like, he's mine type of deal. Yeah. So, yeah, so it, it pretty much it got pretty bad that they, he had to move. Yeah, well, yeah. well, he didn't want to move. He said that he wanted to stay, but she would not deal with it anymore. Like, his girlfriend would not deal with she it. She would over. over. Yeah. So yeah. he ended up moving, but before he left, he left the toy for the for the child. Yeah, the, the little toy boat, because they had um, there you a go. second medium, and that's how they found yeah. out. That's a, like, that's a new conduit. Yeah. yeah so yeah. he left a, a toy. A new conduit. But, but like that, so with say that, how, that toy moves. But there's still spirits... That attach themselves to a person for some reason. Yeah. Whether they like how they are, their energy's good or whatever, they attach themselves to either. So they can attach themselves to pretty much anything they want. Oh, yeah. It's like. But then it, they think on a, like a deeper level. What if uh, Dave Navarro was the reincarnation of the father that, you know? Ooh. Or maybe on that, some kind of like they're seeing something that he. Like underneath the veil doesn't yeah. realize. Yeah. Well, it was, but like the whole attachment of a person type of deal. Granted, I I like I enjoyed the movie very much, but I don't know what other people. I think it was called Shudder. It was like uh, a, it was like the Japanese one. It was a good premise, but it just poorly done. Well, know, but anyways, but the whole that concept though, yeah. moving through the, the TVs and stuff like that. No, or like the radio waves. No, it was a it was a, a different. It was a Japanese. I think you're thinking of White Noise. You're thinking, well, no. There was another one like no, that. No, Echo. Was that? No, Whatever. Pulse. There we go. Pulse. You got it. There. <laughs> no, um, so I think it's it's called Shutter or some snaps with like that. With the pictures then, right? Yeah, with the pictures. So the same concept, same connotation as The Ring. Say and, cheese or die. Uh, or The Grudge type of deal. Mm. But it was picture. Yeah. And then pretty much the synopsis at the end of the story uh, of the movie, the, um, the guy, she finally pretty much got her man type of deal thing. And he can like seem like getting all hunched over, and then he's taking X and he's getting X rays done. It's like, well, fuck, we don't know what's wrong with your fucking back. And all of a sudden, you see the ghost is like this, grabbing him, hi, <laughs> just That's just weird. weighing him down. Yeah, just weighing him down. <laughs> so it's like that is creepy. Yeah. So I do believe that spirits can like somehow attach yourself, uh, t- attach themselves to to a person or, or whatnot. I can so. imagine it though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. So. Man, that's fucking weird. Right? Well, yeah, Ghosts and attachments. I don't know. I think, actually, then, I think I've had some things with things being attached. But, I need um, to look. I, I want to start looking more into that. And like yeah. to the listeners, you know, let us know what you believe. Do you oh, believe yeah, in re- exactly. reincarnation? Do you believe that it's just one and done? Do you believe in the heaven, hell, purgatory? Or I don't know. I, I like to believe in a little bit of, of it all mixed in. Uh, yeah, I love. So please, we'd love to hear yeah. your, your yeah. side of it. Um, I, lo- I love researching everything. So if you can, if. You're barely getting into the paranormal. Um, I'm not saying we're experts, but we all... I like all... to say I'm an expert. Thank you very much. These notes show otherwise. Oh, sorry. Look <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Professor. Now, hey, I've made money doing tarot hey, well, besides, so besides me, technical Aaron, level... Besides Aaron, me and Mike are <laughs> nowhere near being experts. But uh, if, you're, if you're looking to get into it, uh, keep listening to our podcast. We're going to try to uh, dive into as many things as possible. And if um, you guys anything, just do any kind of research, really. Just just look stuff up. Just uh, or if you want us to research into it, uh, yeah. like any suggestions, I'll, I'll find the story. For that too, yeah, we're yeah. open for that too. Give us a give us a call and or leave a message or text or let me pull up the yeah, number. Get that number. Well, actually, I, 
throwing it up right here. I usually I got yeah. a promo now, so it'll oh, come up. Yeah. Uh, hit, hit up also, that number. The number is 714-684-1652. Again, that's 714-684-1652. Oh, you yeah, got a story for, for our listeners. I forgot about them. Sorry, mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, give by us the call. way, you guys can call, leave a voicemail, or if you guys don't want to call, you can also text. Or even oh. uh, do a voice like recording and email it to us. Yeah, yeah. that too. Um, then if you don't want to do that aspect, hit us up on our Facebook page, Hunt for the Paranormal Podcast on Facebook. Leave a comment of your story or even message us. Or you can hit me up on my personal Instagram, the great Depulio, the underscore great underscore Depulio. Or me under acidic underscore Aaron. Um, also, if you're in the Orange County, L.A. County area, we could also bring you on the show and have you tell your oh, story. Yeah, true. Here. That too. Yeah. So if you want to be on a podcast, let us know. Yeah. And, uh, hit me up on my Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff is uh, Hooray for Jose, H-U-R-R-A-Y-F-O-R-J-O-S-E. Yeah. All one word. And uh, yeah, that's it. Until next Hope time. Hope you guys enjoyed yourselves. Yeah. I know I did. It was fun. Always. <laughs> Always a good All right, time. Let's go I love scary Matt. Matt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>